de la muerte. And welcome to another exciting episode of the Chuck Series Companion. I am your host, the Jstrom. I am here to do a podcast about my favorite television series, and that series is called Chuck. Welcome to the show. If you're listening, hey, maybe that means you like Chuck too. Yay! Thanks for joining me. Now sit back and relax as we talk about today's episode, Season 3, Episode 3, Chuck versus the Angel de la Muerte. But first, visit my Chuck blog. Go to chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you will find all of my previous episodes, and you will find little blog entries for each episode where I've written about the episode, where I have talked about all the songs, and where I also share links to recaps by some of my favorite critics. Also, if you could, follow the link to iTunes and subscribe to the show. There on iTunes, you could possibly, maybe, leave a rating or review. I'd appreciate it very much, and if you know any other Chuck fans out there, introduce them to the podcast. Hey, maybe they'll like to rewatch the show with us, because that's what I'm doing here. I'm rewatching every single episode of Chuck from 1 to 91. And now I just happen to be on 38. That's right. Woo, it's exciting. So, without further ado, let's get into the show. Chuck versus the Angel de la Muerte. This episode was written by Phil Klemmer. Now, you guys may recognize this name. I've mentioned it quite a few times. Phil Klemmer has written some fantastic episodes of Chuck, including Chuck versus the Sandworm, The Undercover Lover, Tom Sawyer, which is one of my favorite episodes of all time, Chuck versus the Suburbs, Dream Job, and now The Angel de la Muerte. All in all, Phil Klemmer wrote 12 episodes of Chuck, so how awesome is that? So I'll be saying his name quite a few more times. This episode was directed by Jeremiah S. Chekik. Now here's an interesting thing about Jeremiah S. Chekik, is he's a film director, not just a television director. You may know him as the director of the film Benny and June. That's right, Benny and June, the Johnny Depp movie. How cool is that? He also directed National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. (laughs) So uh, he's got some drama, some romance, and he's got comedy under his belt. And previously he directed Chuck vs. the Predator, and he goes on to direct five episodes of Chuck. Now, before we get into the episode, I want to talk about the special guest star. We have Premier Alejandro Goya. The Generalissimo, played by Armand DeSante, and I think it's quite a fun role, and it's pretty silly. This is actually a really fun episode of Chuck. Not any angst or anything like that. It's a lot of fun. And here's an interesting tidbit about this episode. This is the first ever non more 
episode. There is no buy more in this entire episode. There's no Morgan Grimes. There's no Big Mike. There's no Jeff and Lester. The buy more doesn't exist at all in this episode. And I know what you're thinking, like, oh, bummer. But here's the funny thing. I think when I first watched it, I didn't even notice that because you tend to go on to the next episode. But when I rewatched this episode, I was like, hey, wait a second. There was no buy more. That's right. No buy more in this episode. It's crazy. How many times can I say episode? I don't know. (laughs) So let's get into the episode. Oh, I just said it again. Now, as the episode begins, we see a foot and a gurney, a hospital. What's going on here? Well, it looks like we're at UCLA Medical Center in the year 2000. Let's jump right in. Who would like to help me dissect the branches of the femoral artery? Anyone? Whoa, we got a doctor and a bunch of students, and they're dissecting a human body. Gross. No one? Fine. How about uh, Mr. Woodcomb? Devin? Devin? Devin Woodcomb? That's awesome! But he's nowhere to be found in this class. Where could he be? Seems Devin has more pressing concerns on his first day of medical school. So perhaps uh, Miss Eleanor Bartowski would like to give me a hand. Eleanor Bartowski? That's Ellie! Where's she? She's not in class either. Well, wherever Mr. Woodcomb and Miss Bartowski are, I hope they are gaining an appreciation of the human body. And with that, cut to a supply closet, and we hear the song Bohemian Like You by the Dandy Warhols. So inside the supply closet happens to be Devin and Ellie, and they are furiously making out. What did you say your name was? Devin. Yours? Ellie. Pleasure to meet you, Ellie. You know, I don't normally make out with strangers in broom closets like this. We're not strangers, remember? I'm Devin, you're Ellie. Whoa, so, okay... Devin and Ellie have just met, and I guess it's love at first sight because they're really going at it in the supply closet. Oh, God. I love my school. (laughs) So cut to present day, and now Ellie is indeed looking for a broom. Have you seen the broom? Can you forget about the TV? I just broke another one of our wedding plates. I can do this. I just have to channel my inner Chuck. Chuck who? So, it's now nine years later, and Ellie and Awesome are moving into their new apartment. If you remember two episodes ago in Chuck versus the Pink Slip, Ellie and Awesome moved across the courtyard. Person's dead to me. Relax, babe. I have nine years of postgraduate education. I can figure out a stupid TV set. You know, he said he was going to help us move. No excuses. Well, honey, you remember how it is. He's young, fancy, free. I just slipped his mind. Then Ellie finds their wedding album in a box, and she immediately gets nostalgic. Honey, look at this. This is our wedding album. Is it just me or does this feel like a million years ago? What happened to us? We moved. We went back to work. Real life happened. Well, when do we get to take a break from real life? When do we get to be these people again? Okay. 
Here's the deal. Enough moving for one night. I'm going to get us some real food. We're going to sit on this couch and we're going to watch our wedding video. And then maybe later we can recreate our wedding night. <sighs> what about the TV? That's a job for a professional. What's this? It sounds like there's a helicopter in the distance. It's just mirrors. There have been like a lot of helicopters lately. Hmm. Hadn't noticed. Of course, Devin has noticed because if you remember, Devin knows that Chuck is in the CIA. Cut to Chuck's bedroom and he's just arrived, no doubt just being dropped off by the helicopter. I love this. When Chuck enters, Devin is there waiting for him. He spins around in the chair and he startles Chuck. Chuck! Sorry, dude. Didn't mean to scare you. Really? Well, then maybe you shouldn't be sneaking into my room in the middle of the night. Well, then maybe you should tell your pilot to land a little farther from the apartment. Oh, right. Sorry about that. The thing is, he doesn't really know the Echo Park area all that well. But uh, we'll work on that. I love this. Chuck pulls a case out from under his bed and it has a lot of his different spy gear. He has multiple sets of glasses, watches, money from different countries. It's pretty hilarious. And it looks like assorted passports. Uh, hey, can you uh, do me a favor and get out of this thing right here? Just pull, yeah. pull down on that. Where were you tonight? You told Elliot that you were going to help us set up the TV. She's a little pissed, bro. Oh, man, my bad. I had a uh, CIA mission. What exactly does that mean? Well, you know, same old, same old. Bad guy throws a fancy cocktail party. Another bad guy's trying to sell him a weapon. We bust both bad guys, defuse a bomb, blah, blah, blah. Wait, that sounds a lot like multiple storylines on Chuck. <laughs> that sounds kind of kick-ass. You've got that right, Devin. What do you got under there? Body armor. You might want to leave that on when you come over. Like I said, your sister's about to blow. And cut to Awesome and Ellie's apartment, and Chuck is indeed hooking up the television. All right. Chuck, you could have been a surgeon with those hands. Well, he could have been a lot of things. I would settle for being on time. Ooh, ouch. Watch out, Chuck. And I love the look that Chuck gives Ellie here. That should do it. Try it now. It has been reported. Premier Alejandro Goya collapsed shortly. Yeah. Oh, look at that. I take it back. You're a genius. I'm going to get the wedding DVD. This visit to the U.S. is the first for the outspoken Costa Graven leader. Goya has ruled his small nation. Chuck stares at the Costa Graven leader. And he flashes on him. Small nation ever since a communist coup in 1974. Speaking of collapsing, Chuck, you okay? Huh? What? Yes. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm a little lightheaded. That's all. I gotta run. What is it? Another mission? Huh? Something with the premiere? You know, I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. It's spy stuff. It's confidential. Where are you going? Sorry, buddy. Doctor stuff. Confidential. Hmm. What happened to recreating our wedding night? Sorry, babe. Duty calls. I will make it up to you, I promise. 
Well, it looks like Ellie is on her own. Bummer. Now let's cut down to Castle, where General Beckman is briefing the team on the Costa Graven premiere. The Costa Graven premiere is listed in critical condition. Outstanding. Crack the bubbly? No. I want you to go to the hospital and guard against further threats to his life, natural or otherwise. But haven't you personally given me the order to kill that commie crackpot on three separate occasions? And three times you have failed to complete your orders. Thought you said you had a perfect record. <laughs> I love the look that Casey gives Sarah here. Wow, this is getting entertainingly uncomfortable. Our relations with Costa Bravas have changed, Colonel. The Premier is here to announce plans to open his nation up to democratic elections. Oh, you believe Our that? duty is to stop anyone who would stop him from going through with his plan. Understood? Yes, ma'am. So we're assuming this was an assassination attempt. We're not assuming anything until we've secured his medical records. That brings me to your assignment. The Premier is being treated at... Let me guess. Westside Medical? Correct. Westside Medical? Well, that would be the hospital that Devin and Ellie work at. So let's cut to Westside Medical, and sure enough, there's Devin, and there's the premier. Claro que sigue vivo. Déjenle saber a la gente que él sigue siendo el líder del país. Fuera. Everybody relax. The doctor's here. General, are you suggesting that I exploit my sister and or brother-in-law to acquire confidential medical records for governmental use? Yes, Chuck. That's exactly what I'm suggesting. I knew it. I was on the... Wait, hold on a second, General. And if anything happens to the Premier, I'm holding you responsible. If anything happens to this man, I'm holding you responsible. Whoa. So, uh, Devin, you better get to work there and make sure the guy doesn't die. So, we cut to Sarah, Casey, and Chuck and Castle watching breaking news about the operation on the premiere. And who would be on the TV? It's none other than our awesome Dr. Devin Woodcomb. In a miraculous turn of events, the Costa Grave premiere is being released from the hospital just hours after being rushed to the emergency room. Right now, we go to Westside Medical for a live press conference. It was reported that the premier suffered heart failure. How do you account for his amazing recovery? I can only say this. The premier is an amazing man. A real fighter. I'm going to be What is the probability of the premier returning to work? Las probabilidades de que se reencontrarán al trabajo es muy awesome. I love that. Is muy awesome. Is there anything your brother-in-law can't do? Well, that's the nickname. Okay, I'm sitting around. We need to figure out what really happened to the premier. Let's go apprehend the good doctor, get those medical records out of him. Nobody is apprehending anybody. He's family. I can talk to him. Just remember, Chuck, he's a civilian, so be cool. Hello. <laughs> yeah, hello, Sarah. Chuck is cool. So let's cut to the courtyard, and Devin is arriving home, no doubt exhausted, and then there's Chuck doing the same thing Devin did to him earlier, spinning around in the chair and surprising him. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Didn't mean to scare you. You didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. Whatever. Listen, there's a few questions I need to ask you. It's about the premiere, right? Sure you want to talk about this here? 
Hmm? Then the CIA wanted to brief me or something? I am debriefing you. That's what I'm doing right now. This is a debriefing. I mean, in your secret base. <laughs> You've watched too many movies. Secret base? <laughs> Devin, what are you talking about? Just tell me what you know about the premiere. Well, I know he didn't really have a heart attack. His potassium level was off the charts. I don't know how it got in his system. So he was poisoned. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Thanks. Whoa, Chuck. You know, if there's anything else I can do. No, you've been great. No, seriously. The CIA needs an extra set of hands. Good to know. Chuck, you're not hearing me. Okay, nothing against married life. But I could use some real excitement. Devin, you're an adventure sports cardiologist. Whatever, man. I can do that in my sleep. You know, I need some real action, some real adrenaline. I want to feel like I fell down in the football field, dude. You know, I can still run a 4440. Great. If we ever need a tight end, you're the first call I'm making. But until then, you're my brother-in-law. Ellie would kill me. And you're right about that, Chuck. She would kill you. Now let's cut to Casey's apartment where Beckman is further debriefing the team. Thanks to your brother-in-law's intelligence, we have to assume that the assassin is still in play. There's an event at the Costa Grave Consulate this evening. I need your team there to guard the premier. You want us to break in? Technically, that's invading sovereign soil. That is why the CIA has no official knowledge of this mission. Uh, just spitballing here, General. Why don't we just tell the premier that his life is in danger? Would you trust a country that spent the better part of three decades trying to kill you? <laughs> yeah. Your protection must go undetected. What? So that that's that's it? We get busted, then the CIA disavows us, and then we rot for the rest of our lives in a Costa Grave in prison? In Costa Gravas, the punishment for sedition is death by firing squad. Just my kind of mission. Too bad I have to recuse myself. What? He's bailing? You're bailing on us? I can't show my face on Costa Gravan soil. I'm a wanted man. You know what they'd do if they knew I was in Los Angeles? I spilled more blood in that Mickey Mouse revolution than any other... Don't you think you're being a little paranoid? <laughs> I love how Chuck starts to chuckle at this and Casey's like, Are you serious? You're laughing at me? They called me El Angel de la Muerte. Angel of death. Please. Bro, it was the 80s. Come on. You really think the premier gives a flying crap about you, John Casey? Oh no, he's the angel of death. <laughs> I don't know, Chuck. It seems like Casey has reason to be concerned. But what's this? Voices can be heard outside. <laughs> Casey, those aren't... Oh boy. As they look out the window, they see a bunch of Costa Graven soldiers. Last, come for me. <laughs> I love that Casey says, they've come for me. And immediately pulls out two pump-action shotguns. A few of these commies with me. Ready? No, no, not ready. You wait just one second. They are not here for you, Casey. They're here for. Devin! And let's cut to Devin and Ellie's apartment. And Devin is riding his stationary bike, and Ellie is trying to nap on the couch. Turn in the middle of something, babe. Baby, I've been on call for three straight days. I know, hon. And I haven't worked out since we moved in. Gotta keep my heart rate in the red. Don't open the door. Well, when Chuck sees that Ellie and Awesome aren't answering the door, he decides to call to give them a warning. 
phone. Wow, Ellie doesn't even want to answer the phone. She's really tired, you guys. Make it stop. Make it stop. Finally. <laughs> when Devin opens the door, he sees many soldiers, and then he lays eyes on the premier Alejandro Goya, played by Armando Santi. Dr. Woodcomb. Um, yeah? Dr. Devin Woodcomb. That's me. Do you have any idea what you've done? Dr. Devin Woodcomb. Uh-oh. What has he done? You saved my life. <laughs> How can I ever hope to repay you? <laughs> oh, hey, hey, he's not angry. He's not angry at all. Okay, how about we just keep it down? <laughs> David, who are these people? Alejandro Fusencio Goya. I am the Master of Parliament and Chief Military Officer of Costa Graves. I am not your most humble service. What is going on? You must be Senora, I would call. Actually, I'm a doctor, too. Well, Chuck has seen enough and he's decided he needs to get over there. All right. Stay put. I'm going in. You're a doctor, you know? <laughs> I didn't think such beauty still exists. Not from beyond the shores of Porto Gras. Oh. That's nice to meet you. How do you know Devin exactly? You don't know. I was going to tell you when you woke up, honey. Ah, such modesty. Your husband's a hero. Salud del hombre! I love this. All the men salute. I owe him my life. There is a gala this evening at my consulate. We'll both be my guests of honor. I would be humbled. I love this. The premier bows and he stays there bowing. And Awesome and Ellie aren't sure quite what they're supposed to do. He's waiting for you to say yes. Oh, oh yes. yes. Splendid. We'll see you tonight. Then. And finally, Chuck decides to make his entrance. Hey, somebody say something about a gala? Hi. Sorry, easy there. Uh, sir, this is my brother, Chuck. Is your brother? Yes. Ah, the resemblance. I see. Your family has such delicate feature. Thank you. Much more suitable on a woman, though. Hmm? Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> is that the man you are? You bring him as well. <laughs> the military escort will be here at seven. And the men salute once again. Vamos. I can't believe this is happening! Wow! And with that, we cut to the Costa Grauman Consulate for the gala. Well, the gang's all here, and they're all dressed to the nines. Chuck's in a tuxedo, Sarah's in a lovely evening gown, and look at Ellie and Awesome, they look incredible! I can't believe this is happening. I spent a year on Secret Service detail. I'm sure I can protect one small-time dictator. The dictator's not who I'm worried about. Well, that's understandable, Chuck, because Ellie and Awesome are here, and Chuck is worried about Ellie's safety because, after all, someone is trying to kill the premier, and he could be here tonight. Is this romantic enough for you? Devin, it's perfect. 
Look, I know you're nervous, but I also know how the intersect works when you get nervous. And if you really want to protect them, then you're going to have to focus. Hear that, Chuck? Just focus, breathe in, and breathe out. Everything's going to be okay. I hope. Casey, I got guards with submachine guns at both the north and west exits. Yeah, copy that. Main doors have hidden metal detectors. Someone should go around back check the service entrance. I'll go check on the premiere. Rendezvous in five. Chuck, keep a lookout for any potential assassins. <laughs> I love this. Chuck looks around. First, he sees a guy carving meat with sharp knives. That could be a threat. Then he sees a guy carving up ice with a sharp ice pick. That could be a threat. Then he sees a chef making some cherries jubilee with a blowtorch. That could be another threat. (laughs) So Chuck is seeing threats no matter where he looks. So he decides he just needs to keep an eye on Ellie. Plan, bro. CIA gonna wipe the premiere? Nobody is going to be whacking anybody, okay? That's why we're here. Oh, I get it. We're on the counteroffensive. What's my mission? Your mission? Your mission? Oh, hold on a second. It's Langley. What are they telling me? Oh, they want you to stop screwing around, okay? They want you to keep my sister out of danger. They want you to not take your eyes off her all night. You think you can handle that, 007? Uh, Chuck? And as they look, the premiere is kissing Ellie on the hand. He's right there next to her, Chuck. I can't take my eyes over here. Yeah. You must stay next to me all night long. And whatever comes after. Wait, what? Stay next to him all night long? Does the premiere know Ellie's married, by the way? Wait, of course he does. He was just introduced to her earlier today. That sly dog. My wife is talking to the target of an assassination plot. We gotta get her out of there. I'm going in. Awesome. Calm down. Let a professional handle this. And let's cut to Sarah. She is interrupting the conversation between Goya and Ellie. And I also love here in this episode how Chuck gets to act like a professional spy around Devin. Because Devin doesn't really know the full truth about Chuck. And it's pretty awesome seeing Chuck kind of act confident. I hope I'm not interrupting. No, no, Sarah, this is uh, the premiere. Call me Generalissimo. It's an honor to meet you, sir. You know, I have to say, my doctor tells me to avoid this uh, stimulation. But then again, my doctor is your husband. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow, this guy's getting a little handsy here. Sarah better get Ellie out of there. Well, I'm, I'm so sorry, but I need to borrow her for a second, Generalissimo. Girl talk. <laughs> She's good. The best. God, you rescued me. That guy's cologne is practically a WMD. <laughs> so what did you want to talk to me about? And I love Sarah gives a glance over at Chuck across the room. And Ellie immediately knows that Sarah, she's thinking about Chuck. I'm sorry, of course. Of course, this must be really hard for you guys. Yeah, it is. One minute you're broken up, and then the next minute you're on this incredibly sexy date. So what's the deal with you guys? I mean, not to be crass or anything, but... You and Sarah ever, like, you know... No. Never? Nope. Huh. 
I always thought you guys were like a real couple. If only. Right, Chuck? Sarah, do you still have feelings for my brother? No, no. We're... Chuck and I are just friends. Sarah, please, look at yourself right now. I mean, look at the dress. Look me in the eye and tell me that you guys are just friends. Yeah, it's our job to fool people like you. That must be hard. Not just the not having sex part. That must be excruciating. (laughs) I love Chuck's face there. (laughs) But having to fake like you're in love with someone for almost three years, especially someone like her. How do you do it, Chuck? How did I fall for her? The answer, Devin, is that he did fall for her a long time ago. (laughs) Poor Chuck. I don't think that you understand our situation. I understand completely. I do. You know, you go through hot and cold patches. When Devin and I got married, we kind of put the passion on hold. But being here in a place like this, it just brings it all back, you know? It feels like it did in the beginning. All right, ladies. Oh, and there's uh, Casey uh, <laughs> interrupting the whole conversation about Chuck and Sarah. Yeah, I'm talking to you too, Bartowski. Enough with the chit-chat. Let's get back to protecting our foreign head of state, shall we? And so... Friends! Expatrios! Countrymen! Oh, great, a speech makes him a walking target. It's so good to be here with all of you. I see many of my old comrades here tonight. One day we meet the heart of this capitalist beast, Lausanne. (laughs) (laughs) And I see new faces here tonight as well. Americanos, they never dream that one night they would be dining and dancing in the soil of Costa Granas. This historic meeting of two great nations. I would like to invite Mrs. Dr. Wukong to the stands. Oh, I, I couldn't possibly. <laughs> I'm afraid I don't think he's going to take no for an answer, Ellie. Listen. Ah, you know what they say? One in Costa Grappa. Wait, who says that? So again, they have a problem. Ellie is right there next to the premiere, and somebody's trying to kill him. And so Ellie goes to dance with the premiere. it's kind of a dance where Ellie is just being led. She's just kind of there and the premiere is doing all the moves. And we hear the Latin Mambo Orchestra featuring Gabriel Gonzalez performing Song Goes On. And I 
love Awesome gives Chuck a look and Chuck gives a look back to Awesome and they're just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I ran the guest list against our database. Got a hit. Subject entered on a stolen passport. I'm uploading you the photo right now. Huh. Charming. How is he? Real name's Pablo Alarcon. Freedom fighter. Guy spent 20 years in Costa Grava in prison for trying to overthrow the Communist Party. And the guy is there. Sarah. Okay, I see him. We need to take him out before the guards see us. Remember, we're on Costa Graven soil. They will arrest us if we make a sudden move toward the premiere. We need to get across the dance floor. Chuck, do something. That guy is standing over there near the premiere and your sister. And Chuck does the only thing he can. He flashes on the mamba? (laughs) I love how Chuck starts doing dance moves. And then Sarah looks at him like, what? And I love how Chuck grabs her and he just kind of twirls her and she just keeps spinning and spinning. It's fantastic. Chuck. Just follow my lead, huh? There he is. So Chuck and Sarah dance, and it's pretty awesome, all the moves they're doing. And they work their way closer to the guy who might be there to possibly assassinate the premiere. Finally, they get close enough, and I love how Chuck throws an elbow. Three, two, one. Ooh, and right on a table. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. What is it? False alarm. He's just a political protester. Yeah, Casey, guess what? Your assassin was carrying nothing but a rotten egg. Take him in a state. Let them sober up in the alleyway. No, I'm sober. I'm sober. Wait, what? They think Chuck and Sarah were just drunk people. And they're throwing them out of the gala. Listen, it's a misunderstanding. As they're leading Chuck and Sarah out, Chuck sees one of the soldiers. He looks like some English fellow. And Chuck flashes on him. Whoa, he just flashed on a dude who's known for poisoning. That can't be good. No, no, you don't understand. The premier's life is in danger. I'm just a man. No, no. Sarah, that guy we just passed, that other guard, he is the real assassin. What happened? Casey, do you copy? I'm out of position. The premier is completely unprotected. We need you in here. This way. I love Casey's like, ah, because you remember Casey can't show his face because he's the Angel de la Muerte, guys. And so Casey shows up and he's in full soldier garb, <laughs> even with a 
replete with fake mustache, and he looks hilarious. And so uh, Casey begins to do his rounds around the room. And then we see Awesome and Ellie sharing their feelings for the evening. Doesn't it feel like anything can happen tonight, honey? Casey spots the poisoner across the room. And he's making his way towards the premiere with a syringe in his hand. Meanwhile, the only person that Awesome sees is Casey. Casey, in disguise with his fake mustache, looks pretty suspicious and he's heading at a steady clip to the premiere, too. When Awesome sees Casey pull a gun, he thinks he's an assassin, and he goes charging right towards him. Oh, boy. Honey? Honey? Awesome just tackled Casey, and his fake mustache flew off and landed in someone's drink. Casey? El Ángel de la Muerte. <laughs> they knew it. It's the Angel de la Muerte, the Angel of Death. Casey was right. And luckily, the would-be assassin sees the commotion, and he turns around and decides to maybe poison another day. Oh my god, Devin, what happened? Excuse me. I can't believe you saved my life. Again. You saved the general from an assassin? I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> I can't believe it either. Uh, yeah, Awesome knows that he royally screwed up because that was John Casey. So let's cut down to Castle and Sarah and Chuck are extremely worried about what's going to happen to Casey there on Costa Graven soil. What do you mean, wait? Look, General, I hate to interrupt your little cocktail party you got going on there, but we got a man down here. I appreciate your loyalty. Well, then send in the black ops, storm the consulate. Costa Graven's soil be damned. Casey was doing his job. Given Casey's history with Costa Gravas, I mean, just imagine what they're doing to him. We will do everything we can to get the colonel back using diplomatic channels. Diplomatic channels? General! We can't risk upsetting relations with Costa Gravas. Their country's future is in the balance. Until the premier makes his announcement... I'm afraid Colonel Casey will have to handle himself. Wow, so it looks like Casey's on his own. Now let's cut to Casey, and he's tied to a chair, enjoying a nice conversation with Premier Goya. It's been a long time. When are you going to learn you do not have the strength to kill me? I'm here to protect you. The angel of death? You're here to protect me? Protect me how? Like in 83, you put a bullet in my spleen. Yeah. Or in 88, you blew up my dog, Chewy. Sorry about the dog. Obviously, the bomb was meant for you. <laughs> oh, well, it was nice of Casey to apologize. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just a humble dictator here. How stupid do you think I am? I don't think you're stupid. I think your life is in danger, you idiot. Enough! These imperialist lies. Who you call an imperialist, you commie bastard? I need to get some sleep. <laughs> they stuff a rag in Casey's mouth. You know, tomorrow, I'll conduct your interrogation myself. Oh, no. The poisoner. He's just arrived with a tray with a syringe and a big old cigar on it. And Casey totally sees this. I'll do it personally. He's injecting the poison into the cigar. And he's about to hand it to the Generalissimo. Generalissimo. Your cigar. Oh no, he's starting to smoke it. He's smoking the cigar, Casey. What are you going to do? <laughs> he just kicked it out of his mouth. That was a little rude. But he is trying to save his life. Come on. This is genuine Costa Gravan tobacco. Rolled under thighs of virgins. Perhaps you deserve one final smoke. and so he smoked the cigar and now he's unconscious and let's cut back to awesome and ellie's apartment and ellie of course is oblivious to everything that really happened there she had a great time tonight thank you for what for tonight you're making me forget about all of this remember our first day of medical school <laughs> you know this place has some very nice closets oh. mm. no phones tonight you said i will turn it off it's the consulate the premier wants to see me some kind of emergency well and Devin's off again, back to the consulate. Hold on to that feeling. I will be right back. So as Devin is heading out, he runs right smack into Chuck. Chuck, I think I can help get Casey back. Unless you can get into the consulate without starting some international incident, I'm not interested. That's exactly what I can do. I just got a call. The premier collapsed again. His last request was for me to be his doctor. Devin, if you think this is your chance to be a big spy... It's my chance to set things right. I'll get you inside, then I promise I will leave the spy stuff to the pros. All right, sounds like a good plan. Now let's cut down to Castle. And what's this? Devin is in Castle. I knew you guys had a secret base. This is badass. Yeah, it is awesome. (laughs) Don't touch anything. Cool. What are you doing? 
Well, since we're not exactly sure where Casey's being held, I'm pulling up the schematics for the consulate. Or Sarah. We'll call her from the road. She knew we were here right now. What the hell do you think you're doing? She'd be a little upset. Well, I don't know. What the hell do you think you're doing? Bringing a civilian in here? Do you have any idea how far up the reservation you've gone? Oh, yeah, and what do you call invading foreign soil against orders? I have no choice. I love how Sarah is loading her bag of guns and Chuck starts unloading the bag of guns. It's pretty funny. Well, we're coming with you. No, trust me, you don't want any part of this and neither do you. What happened? I thought you didn't want your family getting messed up with the CIA. Okay, look, before you say anything else and before you go running off and getting yourself shot, Devin thinks he can get us into the consulate. The premier has invited him to be his own personal physician. Okay, here's the plan. Stop right there. I am way ahead of you. Oh, okay. Sarah's got an idea. Let's see what it is. Now let's cut to the consulate. And by the way, in the history of Chuck, the entire show, this is the worst green screen ever used on the show. (laughs) You just have to see it, people. I'm Dr. Woodcomb. We're here to see the premiere. You can do this, Devin. Just relax. So Sarah is a nurse and Chuck is a doctor and they're both in their uniforms. I think they're going to pull this off. Now let's cut back down to the dungeon where Casey's being held and the poisoner is back. No doubt to torture Casey some more. I think that's just what these guys do. It's part of their job. Hello, John Casey. NSA assassin. Whoa, he knows exactly who Casey is. Who are you? The man who's going to kill you. Obviously. Who do you work for? Professional courtesy. One assassin to another. I work for an organization known as The Ring. Ah, The Ring? They're the worst. Now let's cut into the Generalissimo's room. And he's hooked up to an EKG and uh, he's not looking too good. Want me to work in here? Is there a problem? He needs to move to hospital. Why? So you North Americans can try and kill him yet again? The premier's orders were clear. Cute arrhythmia. This guy's hating life. Don't forget, Dr. Woodcomb. If anything happens to the premier... Yeah, I heard you the first time. Yeah, he's got it, buddy. Just let the doctor do what he does best. All right, team, let's get to work. So what does this so-called ring have against the premier? Nothing personal. I suppose I could explain our overarching goals, but this might tax the brain of an aging NSA agent. Ooh, low blow to Casey there. <laughs> Let's just say the ring wishes to preserve Costa Grava status quo. The Premier must die. So must you. This guy's in big trouble. I need 10 units of insulin. Um, Sarah, that's you. Uh, he needs some insulin. On a personal note, I must say I've studied your work. Some of your kills in the 90s weren't bad. Unfortunately, in our game, you're only as good as your last kill. Oh my goodness, he's got a very long syringe, and I think he's going to stick it in Casey's neck. So you come up with a plan yet? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, the plan is Sarah and I are going to sneak out of here and save Casey while you stay here and save the premiere. We just got to take care of those two guards there. Those two soldiers with machine guns? You and what army? Uh, that would be Sarah and uh, her fists. Bring it on, tough guy. A thousand cost of grabbing pesos as I walk out of here. There's enough poison in this needle to kill an army platoon. Well, lucky for me, I'm a Marine. And with that, Casey headbutts the dude and the action ensues. Now let's cut to Sarah, and she also is kicking some ass. Oh, the poisoner just stuck a needle in Casey's leg! Ouch! The soldiers are down for the count. Good work, Sarah. Let's go. There's some woman, bro. You have no idea. Now cut back to Casey, and he's still fighting off the poisoner. Nice, and the poisoner is unconscious. Luckily, he never pushed in on the syringe, so it's just harmlessly sticking out of his leg. Still kind of gruesome, though. You owe me 15 American cents. Whoa, Casey's been shot in the leg. Angel de la muerte. <laughs> I love that the guy says, Angel de la It's hilarious. Oh, luckily Sarah was there to clock him right in the face. Let's get out of this stinking banana republic. First, we gotta get awesome. Richard, brother in law? The hell were you thinking? <laughs> That's a good question, Casey. Devin, we gotta get out of here. No, you've gotta get out of here. Those guards are looking for you. Besides, he'll die without me. Yeah, well, we're all gonna die if they find us in here. Come on, Devin, look, we've done what we needed to do. Now it's time to go. Sorry, Chuck. My mission's not over. That man you're trying to save turned his country into a pariah state. Do you have any idea how many people he killed? You're one to talk. Angel de la Muerte. Look, look, he's not here as the angel of death right now. He's here to protect your boss. We all are. Real killer's down in my cell. We found no one. Found no one? That means the poisoner got away. And Casey passes out. <sighs> Can't you see he's bleeding to death? Please. We will sort out who's trying to kill who later. Right now, we need to get this man to a doctor. He has a doctor. A little busy right now. Oh, not you. Him. Who, him, me, him? If you wish to prove you're not an assassin, save him. Um, yeah, that's right, Chuck. You're a doctor. <laughs> okay, no, uh, no problem, no problem. <laughs> We've done this before. We've done this many times. Uh, normally, I start with anesthesia. Oh! Huh? Okay, no anesthesia. No anesthesia. It's fine. It's fine. He's a big, tough man. He can deal with the pain. The bull might have graced his femoral artery. Whatever you do, let the doctor work. Oh, boy. Chuck, you're really not going to get any help on this. Nurse, why don't you go ahead and cut those pants open, and we'll see what we're working with. Uh, 
that looks bad, Casey. Oh, oh, uh, oh, it's suddenly very hot in here. It's very, very hot in here. Can somebody crack a window? Or? No. <laughs> I love how the guy goes, no. <laughs> They're not going to open a window for you. Just as I thought. Uh, Chuck, get the hands of a surgeon, bro. Don't think about the guns. He's not your friend. He's your patient. Chuck, you can do this. Just relax. And with that, Chuck flashes! Nurse, suction. Scalpel. Tweezers. Gauze. Iodine. Forceps. Just like Operation. You know, the game. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Casey. (laughs) (laughs) But uh uh-oh. What's wrong? I told you there's nothing I could do from here. Nothing short of a blood transfusion. I don't even know what blood type he is. What? Blood types A, B, negative. What, you learn a lot about a guy when you're trying to kill him. What else you want to know? Favorite movies, Terms of Endearment. Always shower after lovemaking. (laughs) What? Okay, none of that's going to save him now. We need someone with type AB negative blood now. Someone big. Does anyone have type AB negative blood? Again, aquí tiene sangre tipo AB negativo. Wait a second. Chuck looks over at Casey's dog tags, and he happens to see that Casey has AB negative blood. Those back. Give me that. Sorry, buddy. Take one drop of blood from me. I swear to God, I'm gonna rip your nuts. Oh, oh. No, no, no. <laughs> I love Casey's sounds he makes when he's drugged. It's hilarious. Hey, Chucky, hey. Did you just say, hey, Chucky? <laughs> oh, I feel like death. What happened? You're just in time, big boy. Time for what? Congratulations. The premier made a full recovery. Although I do not endorse your methods, you enabled him to make his announcement as planned. Costa Gravis will have its first democratic election, and it wouldn't have happened without your extraordinary sacrifice. I got shot. That's nothing extraordinary. You don't remember? Huh? Remember what? You stole my blood. You stole my blood and you put it in a stinking commie despot. Former stinking commie despot. Thank you. The premier wanted to thank you personally, Colonel Casey. But this will have to do. Huh? Oh, wow, it's a big box of stogies. I wish to thank you. On behalf of Costa Gravas and myself, I will never forget that the blood of an American patriot flows through my veins. John Casey, you truly are the angel of life. 
is our pre-revolutionary Costa Gravas double corona has. Well, Casey seems to be happy now. Now let's cut up to the orange orange and hey, look, there's awesome. I guess he needs to talk to Chuck. See how things went. Hey. Hey. How'd it go with headquarters? Yeah, uh, we didn't get a new mission, if that's what you're wondering. Oh, no way. I think I scratched my espionage itch. But don't get me wrong. Black tie dinners and, and embassy extractions are killer, but just not worth it. What's not? Having a double life means having to give up half of your real life. It's just not how I want to live, bro. Well, I think Chuck can really relate to that, Awesome. And we hear the song, Living a Lie, by Daniel Zott. I gotta run. Gotta finish a few things at the hospital. Then get home to my wife. You two take care of each other. You made an awesome spy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it runs in the family. <laughs> Uh, listen, I've been, um, I've been meaning to ask, what do you think our cover should be, you know, moving forward? Well, I think we should keep it simple, so how about friends? Friends, huh? Yeah, that could work. I suppose I could fake being friends with someone like you. And I don't find you completely repulsive, so... Thanks. So, yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, friends. Yeah, friends. Uh, let's see how long that lasts, guys. So, what exactly do friends do? What do friends do? Uh, what is it, Friday night? Friday night, Morgan and I would normally gorge ourselves on some processed food, play some video games. Maybe we're not quite there yet. Okay, we can work on some other options. Yeah. Let's cut to Awesome and Ellie's apartment, and Ellie, still happy after her fantastic night out, is on the phone with Devin. Hi. Hey, babe. Where have you been? Kind of crazy night. I got tied up at work. Well, why don't you hurry home? I have a surprise for you. Wow, look at that. Ellie has finished packing. Their apartment looks fantastic. On one more patient and I am on my way. I believe I owe you a dance. I love you. I love you too. So, what seems to be the problem? Oh no, it's the poisoner. They said he got away and he's right here in front of Devin. And he's got a black eye where Casey punched him. Ouch, that looks like it hurts. You have no idea. And he's got a big syringe. This can't be good, you guys. Cut to Chuck's apartment, and Sarah's there banging on the door. Hey, change your mind about tonight? What? What is it? Sarah leans over and whispers in Chuck's ear. Damn it. 
Chuck trades glances with her, this look of panic on his face. And that's all we know. The way Chuck and Sarah look at each other, not knowing what to say to Ellie, is heartbreaking. Wow, what a way to end the episode. You're like, what just happened to Devin? Is he kidnapped? Is he dead? Did they just kill Devin? Oh my god! And I remember when I first watched this episode, I really was thinking those things. Okay, Devin's dead. Oh my god, they killed off Awesome. I can't believe they did this. No, wait, he's okay, right? He's just captured. And I wasn't sure what to think until the next episode. It was so crazy. But luckily, guys, if you're rewatching this series just like I am, you know exactly what happened. And we're not going to talk about that till the next episode. <laughs> Which would be Chuck versus Operation Awesome. But we'll get to that later. Guys, this was a great episode. It was so crazy that there was no Bymore, there was no Morgan or Jeff and Lester. But still, we got a lot of Awesome and Ellie kind of rekindling the fun and romance of their marriage going on this awesome night out with the premiere Goya played by Armando Sante who was having a lot of fun in the role and it was great with the whole Casey storyline where he's tried throughout his career of killing this guy and now he has to protect him and it just like oh it eats at him and now you know the premiere has Casey's blood running through his veins <laughs> it's pretty funny it was a fun episode and I hope you guys enjoyed it so guys, don't forget, visit chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you will find all of my previous episodes. You'll see every blog post where I write and recap the episode that I've just recorded. And you guys can uh, check out the links I leave to all the cool songs and all the reviews by some of my favorite TV critics. Also, don't forget to visit iTunes and perhaps maybe rate the show and review it. Thank you guys so much for re-watching Chuck with me, and I can't wait to do another episode, which would be Season 3, Episode 4, Chuck vs. Operation Awesome. Until then, what are you guys waiting for? Get out there, watch some more Chuck and I'll see you next time! I knew you guys had a secret base. This is badass. Hey, I must be getting pretty good at this spy stuff because I think I can see next week's Chuck. Amazing. You got me mixed up with someone else. We know exactly who you are, Devin. This is all my fault. Uh, Chuck? I killed Captain Awesome. Chuck, she gave me this. The airpiece is an explosive. Remove it and I will detonate it. If you tell me you can get me through this, I trust you. If you freak out, he's going to freak out. You're incredible. Is that your spy training? Duck Hunt, Nintendo. Angie Harmon guest stars on a new Chuck next Monday, 8, 7 central on NBC.